0: Welcome to As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio, where every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song and or cover. This week, it's Halloween. I a little jumble um, coming out. You, you feeling all right with it? It good to me. Welcome to the dog pound. You've got a lot of dogs here, my friend. We have a lot of dogs in this house. Now, we don't, I guess I don't really talk so much about my dog life that I live on this program of mine. True. But, you know, Chloe is the resident pug. We have Lily, our uh, favorite passive little Shih Tzu poodle mix. It's normally just these two, but... We got another pug in the house. His mm-hmm. name is Medwin. Now, I've known this guy since he was real small, like real tiny. Mm. And he hadn't quite grown into his eyes yet. His eyes are uh, big. They don't look at you when he, t- when he looks at you. But Medwin has been spending the last two and a half years living in Dublin, Ireland with my parents who have been living there, uh, my expat Parents, but they're moving back. They sent Medwin back a little early because they they got out of their house and now they're in Prague. Mm. Just traveling about when their last bit of like free Euro travel. When um, do they come back? Uh they come back on October 31st. Fitting. How fitting it is. Anyway, it's been a it's been a fun few weeks over here at the as you were podcast studios uh bunch of do- bunch of dogs running around
1: a lot of dogs running around and uh you know we we did a whole themed month more or less uh
0: sorry i mean before thanks for joining us over here on as you were a podcast by client trio my name is tim his name is david correct and we just got through a a month of God, that was that Thank was you. fun.
1: It was very fun. Uh, I I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast, but I kind of miss shitting on stuff because I've just been so effusive for weeks and weeks and weeks, which is nice.
0: I mean, if you were to look back on the on the months that we've done, this was by far the highest median uh, average. Oh yeah, just far and away. Yeah, I we mean, n- we never dipped below four. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, no, we did not. I gave a lot of fives and a lot of stuff near it uh stand by all of them um yeah it's it's funny because i felt like every week i was like i'm gonna run out of stuff to talk about because we've talked about this record a lot yeah sort of but every time it was like actually i have very many things to say and then it just very naturally was like oh this is now a very long episode
0: it was yeah we we did a lot of long episodes there and i was kind of thinking a similar thing and like you know, maybe you get into, like, a couple of the, like, Matt, Matt's guitar tone. Uh, Glenn, the fucking fantastic uh, drum machine that he uh, is and was and, you know, all of that stuff that, you know, we would touch on those things. But it was like those four songs that we got to talk about really did encapsulate uh, a lot of different uh, aspects of that record as a complete package. Uh, Hello Medwin And we also had uh, the opportunity To talk about it In a much larger conversation Over on Patreon patreon Patreon.com As you were We talked about the top 10 Chicago punk records Of all time And with kind of the intention of like all right, we know that God damn it is on this list Mm -hmm. And probably high Yes. But is it? Is it? And there's really only one way to find out, and that is on patreon.com slash as you were, though it is also available on the new Better Yet podcast, Patreon, which I launched uh, a couple of weeks ago now. Thank you. You know what? It was so nerve-wracking. Yeah. It still is a little bit.
1: It's weird because like this... You never know how people are going to respond to it. Clearly, we've had a great response with As You Were. Uh, tell your friends about it. It's great having you all there. It's cool getting to interact in the ways we do. But you never know if it's going to hit people.
0: You never know, especially when it's something that you offer for free. Like yes. if anybody's interested enough to want to um, yeah, throw some money towards you. Uh, but yeah, I got a really great response. It was super uplifting and made me feel good you know different from this where it's just like if we didn't do well hey we're still a freaking uh, two friends sure
1: yeah exactly it's it's a lot harder when it's kind of a solo project you know
0: yes um but the reason that i bring that up is that you know if you feel so inclined now this is something that david and i talked about before i launched it because i wanted to make sure that nobody was in a sort of fix uh you do have access to the better yet patreon content through as you were mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yes. I have some lovely people out here who are contributing to both. Can't fucking believe it, but they are. Um very nice. But if you're, you know, thinking one or the other, choose this one because this is this is me and, this is me and David and I think that at this point the Patreon content as you were is steamrolling along.
1: Uh yeah, we've got we've got some good stuff up there. Pretty proud of what we did. Like like you uh like you said, head over there and check out our uh top 10 Chicago punk records lists. A lot of discussion there. Um some very tough choices to make. Yes. is what I will say.
0: Yeah. And uh and a kind of fun uh just exercise and a nice audience to put it in front of, as mm. opposed to like putting it on a website where people are going to f- tear you a new one. We do have a little bit more housekeeping to take care of. Yes. Um, before we get into the song for this week, having just done Goddamn It Month, where we broke the formula a little bit and decided we're just going to do Goddamn It songs, we thought that this would also be a great time now that we also have a new alkaline trio record that that has come out since we've done this podcast and we threw it on the playlist with uh you know the later lps Mm -hmm. but that list is now a little heavy and the first one is feeling a little bit light yes so what we're gonna do is we are going to starting next week have a recalibrated playlist uh formula the first one is going to be what's left of Goddamn it and then we got maybe i'll catch fire self-titled and from here to infirmary yep and then we're gonna do good morning crimson and this addiction
1: nope agony and irony
0: agony and irony
1: then the epitaph records
0: yeah and and i mean everybody here knows that i'm only the the i'm just the the guy that doesn't know anything correct so there it is uh case in point if you're playing fucking as you were bingo tim gets something wrong you already got that one you're you're so close to getting a 25 uh coupon to sam goody
1: I, I prefer a, Sam's a, Club, yeah, but, you know, sure. whatever.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, you like Walmart. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, what do we got? Are we re- We're we ready. That's, that's all the housekeeping that we got
1: then? I think that's everything. Oh, and Playlist 4 remains the remains.
0: It remains the remains, of which there are many remains.
1: Which is what this song would have come from had we rolled the dice.
0: Bonfires are burning bright. Now, it's the time. And yes. we we also you know we we jumped the gun a little bit. We were like, you know what, like, like we just had such a fucking heavy month, so much to talk about, good and 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 heavy and uh, all of those things. Like, let's have a l- little bit of fun mm-hmm. for the season. And that's exactly what this track is, right? It's,
1: it's great. It's great. Um, I have always liked this cover since I first heard it. I love that. Uh, The Misfits are an infinitely coverable band. Absolutely. You know, those songs are very simple, very impactful, very easy to sing along to. And I like that this one does none of that.
0: Uh Uh-huh. It's totally Matt just having fun in just like the most over-the-top way. Yes. Before we get to the cover, though, I would like to talk about a different cover of this song. One that and this is gonna this is gonna this is gonna screw up my punk right a bit mm-hmm. totally ruined the misfits for me when I heard the all hollows EP by AFI oh. when I was in eighth grade and could not believe it. I fucking still can't believe that EP. It mm-hmm. is picture perfect, A plus it's great ten out of ten I did not know that that was a Misfits cover. I was 14. I don't didn't know who the Misfits were. And Interesting. And when I heard that song, I just thought it was an AFI song. And then I found out that it was a cover by this band, the Misfits. And I listened to the original and I said, what the fuck use would I have for this?
1: <laughs> you know, I'm going to say that's not wrong at all because- afi is one of those bands that i do have a lot of love for um up to a point mm-hmm. uh and i think that ep along with the self-titled fire inside ep are like both so good both of which have misfits covers and one has a cure cover but like that is like the perfect 2000 like year 2000 update of that song yeah. it's very faithful played a little better it's a little tighter it sounds
0: a little bit better it's like slightly faster yeah and it's it's
1: just kind of everything you want out of a good punk cover of a punk song where it's just like sped up a hair Mm -hmm. you know um and
0: it's like the the remake of the 80s movie done right
1: so I'm going to interject with my AFI story briefly uh-huh. because I did not have that experience.
0: When are we going to talk about AFI other than right now?
1: Literally. Right, unless we want to talk about, you know, the fact that Matt and Davey hate each other. But that's a topic for another day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Let's have an episode where it's just like... Drama. let just talk about beefs. Let's just talk about drama, baby. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of it with this band, actually. That would be a pretty good episode. Yeah. Maybe over on Patreon.com. Um, Idea. But afi for me i had had the first record uh answer that and stay fashionable when they're like 16 years old and it's very snotty bratty skate punk which is it is what it is when i heard it when i was a kid exactly what i wanted it to be right i did not pick up all the other records until one day i was at a circuit city and <laughs> closing I, sale
0: yeah. everything must go
1: well i got when it was really sing the sorrow for five dollars uh-huh. as a promotion put it on i was like i missed something these two things yo i i missed an entire career uh and then went back and heard all that stuff but by then i already knew the misfits Mm -hmm. so that halloween cover was just like icing on the cake for me yeah uh because i had had the misfits uh coffin box set since i was a kid oh wow and i was deep into that so
0: how did you discover them because they're definitely like
1: an older person
0: past that band to you
1: sort of i mean in a sense i when i got into punk and and hardcore and that type of stuff and they're a very entry-level hardcore band yeah you can debate whether or not they even are a hardcore band i just tried to read everything i could about this genre that i was becoming interested in so like i knew blink 182 and green day and then my uncle showed me like the clash and the ramones Mm -hmm. and whatever And I needed to fill in that gap. And I filled in that gap by just reading books and articles and all this stuff about it to like get me up to speed. So I read about the Misfits before I heard the Misfits. It's probably not that different for a lot of people at that time. Um, And I remember like it might've been an FYE. It was something in a mall where they had a copy of the, uh, you know, coffin box set, which had everything. It was the first time static age was released. It had like, big booklet with all the lyrics and like kind of story of the band and i remember it was like deeply discounted one day it was like a half off sale so i bought it and just loved it so much because i I was really young and like i was dipping my toes into that world of like hearing black flag and hearing minor threat and hearing this and this was so immediately accessible like it
0: certainly is yeah
1: yeah it's just it's their pop songs often sped up or just like about weird shit.
0: Yeah, and if you're like, you know, when you're getting into it, they just have, you know, so many first of all like fucking bangers. And I feel like I know all the words to a dozen Misfits songs without ever putting on a Misfits record in my life.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had a similar experience where they uh famously reunited Riot Fest reunited quote unquote where it was just like three of them and other people uh and 20 Foot Pumpkins on stage. And I was watching them, and I was talking to my friend Gabe, and I was like, you know, this is cool. Like, I'm going to watch them play. I am here. But, like, it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Like, and we were talking about how the Misfits are, like, one of those bands, like, you just kind of know. Like, I never have to listen to a Misfits record because Skulls is just, like, implanted in my DNA, you know? But it wasn't like I was there seeing Minor Threat, a band that, like, that still works something up out in me
0: right because there's there's something to like the minor threat ethos where it's just like it's so important yeah and there it's it's just such a touchstone and the misfits are sonically super important but you know there's there's really nothing that's like working underneath there that's like making you i think care about them on a on, a, on more than a level, yeah. unless you're one of those people who really love the Misfits. Which,
1: God bless. Yeah. Um, I never got super into, like, my
0: favorite wrestler is The Undertaker, and my favorite band is The
1: Misfits. Cool life, honestly. I mean, I never got big into the spooky punk kind of stuff. Same. Like, aside from arguably AFI and then a certain period of Alkaline Trio. Yeah. I never got deep into that um it was fine all that music's fine um but i don't need much more than that and the misfits served a very very important role for a point in my life that i am no longer in Mm -hmm. and i'm okay with that that's
0: totally okay Yeah. yeah um i yeah, I those are those are party songs for sure. Whenever oh, they yeah. whenever they come on and you got you got a group of people who want to sing along with them for so you know, I have an ability to do that and it's super fun. Uh also shout out to the Bouncing Souls Hybrid Movement Moments cover because yeah. I think that's unbelievably good. Um but yeah, Misfits, I mean they they are what they are. It's amazing that they reached the 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 pinnacle that they have, I think. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, the crossover appeal of Danzig. My like lame, not lame, but he's like, you know, my uncle. He's like not a cool guy. Favorite band is U two. Second favorite is Danzig. Interesting. He's got kids, and like, he's just like, yeah, I had this like friend when I was in eighth grade. Love Danzig. Those songs are amazing.
1: I never really. So that's the the interesting thing is I got into uh Samhain or as it is correctly pronounced Sawin uh Jim guys just told me about what that is like
0: two hours ago really so why don't you explain for our that's that's the Misfits uh without uh, who what is, what is it I forget well, it, already
1: It's Danzig's post Misfits band yeah yeah yeah. before uh,
0: Danzig there's Samhain yeah I think Eerie
1: uh-huh. Vaughn who played on a lot of the Danzig records is with him and I think Chuck Biscuits was in it. I don't re- remember the chronology. And like that's like a darker, weirder version of The Misfits. And then he goes into Danzig, which I've never really... Like, I tried. I bought that first record, and it is not my kind of music. No. And I like a lot of metal and a lot of corny music. So that should be, on paper, something I would enjoy. But it's, it's so bluesy and kind of toothless to me. It's never it's never done Could never get much. behind it Though so i feel
0: as though glenn danzig was an early youtube star because there are so many good youtube videos of glenn danzig you know showing his occult book collection or getting punched in the face yeah yeah i
1: mean these were these were classics for a reason because they're both great uh-huh. danzig seems like the worst yes is what i want to put out there mm-hmm. um if this wasn't a main, if this was a maybe in a Patreon episode, I'll drop a little fun fact rumor about Glenn Danzig. But I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get sued for libel on this podcast. I would love to pledge to that Patreon. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's kind of my relation to it. Where, so I saw the Misfits play that, and then I think the year later at Riot Fest, I was there and Danzig was playing like Danzig Three or whatever, and I heard it from like a field away, which is a hilarious way to hear Danzig, uh-huh. where you just kind of hear music and then, yeah! <laughs> and you're just like, this is actually exactly what I want it to be. Yeah. You know? Um, so my point is, anyone who likes Danzig and is, like, into it, God bless. I, I do think there's cool stuff in all of those projects, but it's just uh, never really grabbed onto me. Makes and- sense. That is what it is.
0: Well, it all made it all made uh, obviously a huge impact on the Alkaline Trio, I- even just for you know aesthetic purposes. Oh yeah, and I love that this is a this is a cover that the B side is Children in Heat, and it was available only at their Halloween show, mm-hmm. for which was Halloween Live at the Metro. Yes. Um, funny little fact uh my band the Please and thank yous w- did a halloween set that i would did not take part in because i wasn't there but they did a halloween set that was alkaline trio as the misfits
1: interesting so they
0: all dressed up like alkaline trio would be dressing up like the misfits and they all played misfit songs as a three piece as if it was alkaline trio so jeff just played octaves
1: the entire time yeah obviously (laughs) uh that's an interesting thought experiment uh like how i've wanted to do a band called creamed corn which is corn songs in the style of cream songs or vice versa i don't know
0: Um, that's my favorite band cream yes i love corn um anyway this cover is 100 fun and that's the objective
1: it's great i uh I really like it because it's so different. I really like it because it's not the type of thing alyn really has ever done before. Mm-hmm. Matt never sings like this again, and it's basically like the misfit song Halloween as if as if it was in the movie Halloween by John carpenter. Uh-huh. that's what the song is, and I think it's fucking perfect for that it's
0: yeah it's it's great it's it's the it's the music that is playing uh inside of. Uh, a spooky house yeah and it sounds awesome it sounds great i don't know how they got if it's just like a keyboard setting or if it's an actual piano like mic'd in a room but it sounds fucking tremendous it sounds
1: great one of my favorite choices is that they leave the metronome clicking in the back yeah which does add a really haunting weird feel to it that i really think is one of those things where it's like super necessary to the song. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would work as well without that kind of just like ominous ticking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Matt's vocals are like so spot on too, especially just like moments, like candy apples and razor blades where he's not like fully doing the melody the way that it is, but it's like just enough of it to fit within this like presentation of it. But it's different enough to where it's just like, that's smart. That's a really smart way to go about doing this song that just like builds. And really it's just a matter of just like, all right, cool. Like the chorus line here we're holding off on until we're making this piano sound as large as we can. Yes. And yeah just like take it home in a fun way that like that's when you finally get the chance to like sing along with it which Mm -hmm. is the appeal of to me the misfits entirely
1: oh yeah absolutely is like and and i think that's such an interesting play to take a huge sing-along song and one of i would argue the misfits like most iconic songs and turn it into this like very like sad spooky ominous ballad that still hits that chorus yeah. Like it still builds to it, and those, like, kind of chord changes on the piano are really, really well done. There's just a level of restraint to it all that I think really, really makes this work where it like almost sounds like a goof. And like, I played this for someone recently who hadn't heard it before, and they hear the beginning and they're like, Oh, when do they go into the fast part? I'm like, They uh uh-huh. they don't, yeah. This isn't just an intro, like, this is it, and they're like, Oh, that's tight,
0: it's and, so yeah, and that it's just tight, you know, it's yeah. it's, it's it's a goofy concept that they find a way to do it as well as they possibly can. It's so tongue-in-cheek, but it's also, like, so, like, devotional. Loving. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think because it's paired with Children and Heat, which they do very authentically, uh-huh. and the, I don't know, how they, like, try to, like, make it sound as lo-fi and dated as an early Misfits song. Oh, I love but like so much. But, like, I've always really loved this single for doing that because so often, you know, people can do one of the two things like either a cover that's kind of right spot on or something that's very different and i think that like punk song as acoustic song thing is like really done to death totally and i in the same way like punk bands doing pop songs or whatever real fast is really boring to me yeah this is uh, exactly kind of what i want out of it
0: right yeah do it do it you know don't do the fucking newfound glory uh movie music ep
1: or like in a completely different realm like dirty projectors doing all of rise doing rise above all of damage by black flag which like always felt so gimmicky to me you know where it was just like that band that band does zero yeah that sucks but like where it's just like we know about punk rock, yeah. We went to art school in New York, but uh-huh. you know, we can we're gonna like rewrite the whole record and just take the lyrics. And it's like, I'm with that in theory, but like, given who was doing it and how the final product turned out, it's just garbage. Whereas this is like the perfect kind of like everything fell in line for this to actually work, and that's rare to me in in terms of covers. I'm not a big not a big cover guy. I don't like. It's very rare I hear a cover song and I'm like yo fuck yeah yeah and this is kind of one of those examples
0: yeah totally it's it's just it's just fun and that's um you know it's what it should be and it's I, I it's funny we're at we're at the 26 minute mark we started talking about this song at the 20 minute mark and what more can you
1: say not much my friend um, Not much. <laughs> what do you rate it this is very difficult because it's such an anomaly, but I'm gonna give it four stars out of five. I give it
0: I give it a three and a half, which I think is about you know as good as it can get for me, given like what it is, the nature of what it is. It's like it's a B, you know, it's a it's a it's a B on a curve. It's like you go see uh, the Expendables or you go see like the fifth Die Hard movie, sure. and you're like. When you see it done as well as it can be done, you're just like, that was fun.
1: (laughs) I will say it's one of like a handful, though I was saying I'm not a big covers guy. Uh It's one of like a handful that I can think of that I actually enjoy listening to on its own. Where like as much as there's a novelty factor to this, it it still works for me. It's surprising to me
0: that this song isn't on Remains. It is it is a little weird. It's surprising to me that this is just like a a one-off that you kind of have to, it hasn't been canonized in any other way.
1: Yeah. There's, there's only a handful of songs for them that fit that mark. And it's interesting to me, given that, you know, they did round everything up for Remains and this was omitted, mm-hmm. is kind of odd. Maybe it's because they wanted to retain that kind of special nature of it in the same way of like the New Year's Eve 7-inch that they did with the Smoking Popes um but yeah i don't know it's it's one of those things that's cool because it it still feels like a rarity you know the fact they never like really played this or drove it into the ground makes it a lot cooler to me it's maybe they didn't get the rights for it too um who's to say
0: but it's on discogs for 125 dollars right now if you want that seven inch um
1: sounds about right david's got it i do
0: i don't but hey I got I got David, so I'm freaking I'm sitting pretty over here. This this goddamn podcast is about the, the one of the greatest things in my uh my life going right now. It makes me so freaking happy every time you come over. We get to talk about whatever the hell we want. Um, this was super fun and a fun way to, you know, encapsulate what was a very rewarding and fulfilling month yes. doing this thing that we, uh, we're we so f- fucking lucky to do and to do it for people out there listening. So thank you all for coming. Patreon.com slash as you were. If you want to support the show, if not, it's still coming to you free every week because that's what we believe in. Um, we do this because we like it. Tell a friend about it. Like it on iTunes stitcher or on twitter at as you were pod fucking hey emails emails as you were podcast at com. oh fuck yeah i know
1: i would like send send us some long messages tell, um, us, tell us about your best halloween costume
0: yes i can finally tell everybody what i'm gonna be because i already was it because yeah. it was this past weekend or at least when this comes out it'll be it this past weekend you know that cool s yeah Yeah, that's what it was for
1: Halloween. Hell yeah. That's a good one. Um, Nina's going as a ghost pepper. Oh. Hell yeah. It's good.
0: Dude, Nina's got good stuff. Both of these pugs have Halloween costumes. Um, But hey, we're going to come back next week. We're going to come in hot with a new playlist, a new playlist order, and new songs, all of that sort of shit. This has been episode number forty. Three, two of As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio. Thanks for coming back. We will be back next week. Thanks, Bovis. Happy Halloween. day, anything goes, but a body's hanged bones. I remember Halloween, Halloween, Halloween.